that is so retrograde. Indeed it is. Stephanie Simbari. Hello. I missed you, kiddo. I'm just going to say I've missed you so much. Like, I have few friends without you. Aw. That's a terrible compliment. You're my favorite friend, and I missed you so much. That's better. Thank you. Did you get the chills when I said that? Yes. Your friendship means so much to me. Also, the AC is really pumped up in here, so... That could have been it. Um, Elizabeth just back from Israel. From those of you who are wondering why I'm proclaiming shalom. my undying love. Shalom, the hello and peace one, everybody. Give us some more Yiddish. That's Hebrew. Oh, I Yiddish? Mean, it's very much beshert to be here with you right now. Oh, yes. I was really expecting you to come back like fully cover, Jewish. Like, yeah. Star of David everywhere. Yeah, you're like, I'm going to change my name to Kitai. No, I think I'm just going to incorporate Shabbat. That's going to be a thing. I like that. That's good. Yeah, but um, it was an incredible experience. Hopefully we'll maybe do some bonus content and talk about that another time. Mm -hmm. But today... Yes. We're going to talk to... Our good friend. Our good friend, Neil Shaw, who has a book coming out. It's amazing that he wrote a book. It is pretty cool. (laughs) It's about kind of relationships and dating from a dude and female perspective. It's called Read Bottom Up. You can find it on Amazon and other book-related sites. And I must sites. say, not that I have much to go on with it because I don't really read, but I really enjoyed this book a lot. <laughs> Elizabeth's discovering reading, so that's fun for all well, of us. Well, you know, it was forced upon me for so many years that I kind of reverted to the opposite side of audiobooks and podcasts. And my love for podcasts, you know, kind of brought me somewhere. You're right. Sitting here with you. And uh, talking to our guest today, Neil Shaw. You're right. Should we get into it with him? We absolutely should get into it with him. I'm excited because we, we all have a scheduled bang after this. Yeah. So, <laughs> right. so we should start the we talk. We promised Neil we would have sex with him if he came on our podcast. So we'll see how this goes and then uh, let we'll you. go from there. Yeah, we'll follow up with you guys later. It'll be like Roses and Thorns for next week, I guess. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Content, people, content. <laughs> yeah. All right. So let's welcome Neil Shaw to the show. Neil Shaw. Hey. Hello. Hi, Neil. How's it going? You have a new book out. Yeah. Mazel Tov. Thank you. I just got back from Israel. Is that so. why? Is that the one phrase you learned? Uh, she uh-huh. also said, "What else did you say the other day?" Some other. She said like four Yiddish th- things since yeah, she's been back. Mishpucha. Yeah, we're that here. One. There's one. Are well, you Jewish? Yeah. Just making sure. Are you? No, but like Indians <laughs> are basically Jews now. What? They're like the same. I feel like they've occupied the space that Jewish people once did. Like creative, like they were. No, no, but seriously, they are generally like upper middle class affluent and are now getting into the like. They came from other another country and they're very sort of their parents are all making made them do well in school and now that generation. But we don't have to talk about smart stuff. Just just running my dumb book. It's so, not a dumb book. You're so book. smart. Why did you write such a dumb book? <laughs> <laughs> Just no, let's 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 be in all seriousness. Uh-huh. You co-wrote this book mm-hmm. with Sky Chatham. Yeah. That's her last name. And it's called Read Bottom Up, mm-hmm. a novel. Yeah. Why is it called that? So the book is about um Sky is a writer in New York mm-hmm. and I live in LA. And we would always just sort of like generally share dating stories. We were good friends and I used to live in New York. And, like, she would oftentimes, like, forward me an email from a guy being like, what does this mean? And I would send sometimes send her emails from girls being like, can you believe this? And we would just, like, you know, in those voices. That's You'd like, kibitz about yeah. it. Yeah. Kibitz about it. Can yeah. you believe this? Yeah. And one time she <laughs> sent me an e- And, you know, when you send someone an email of, like, a, a thread, you have to start at the bottom. So every time she would just say, like, start, read bottom up. Hence was... We got the title. So it's not a weird sex novel. So it's novel. not a weird sex novel, no. But one time yeah. she sent me... I was I shocked. was hoping. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Um, one time she sent me this email from a guy and she was like, oh, I can't believe this. Like, he's like finally deciding to like take the next step in our relationship. I'm so excited. And I read this email and I was like, no, I'm pretty sure he's like breaking up with you actually. And we like, she like, we had like a vastly different take on what one email meant. And then we were both just like, oh, that's actually kind of like a funny jumping off point for like. A book, right? So, and then, and then you actually followed through. And with then we it? actually followed through Crazy. and like wrote it. Yeah. So the book, like, basically is about a couple that meets in New York and then dates and breaks up over the course of like eight months, and it's told entirely through texts and emails that they write to each other, and that the guy and his best friend write about the girl, and the girl and her best friend write about the guy. I love it. It's I felt like I was premise. literally reading. Not only did I feel like I was reading my friends' emails and texts, but I also felt like I was just texting with you. Oh, that's good. I was like, oh, yeah. Neil's text game is the same as his authorship. He's great. A, yeah, <laughs> I actually great. loved the book. I haven't read a book in a really long time. Mm-hmm. What's a long time? <laughs> Two, that was four <laughs> seconds too long to think about that book. Just like live. Yeah, I can't. I months. honestly, yeah, I, like do, five I listen to a lot of books. I like to listen to on books tape. on tape. Mm-hmm. When she before you got here, she was reading this, and she's like, "Hey, I'm pretty into this reading thing. I think I want to get back into it." <laughs> totally. It's becoming so, a thing now. Yeah. So the mm-hmm. book circles around Madeline and Elliot, yeah, main characters, two and names, the protagonists, if, <laughs> if you will. Yeah, she does know about she, reading. <laughs> she has taken a class on <laughs> English class before. They, they make you do that, you know, when you're growing up. It's weird. And then Emily and. David. David are, Those the are the homies. Two friends. So did you then write David's part and she wrote Emily's yeah, part? Yeah, I wrote the boy characters and she wrote the girl I characters. I love that. Mm-hmm. It's so it's so relatable. That's good. And just the flow of it is really entertaining. I think fun. it's basically it's like Who if, knew reading? Who knew? <laughs> it's opened a whole new world to its eyes. I think basically it's like if you've ever been like if you've ever like emailed or texted anyone that you will probably recognize like things that have happened in here. Which we was, put like, so goal. much weight yeah, on so, that stuff. So annoying. And like I feel like my entire life is spent straddling giving a shit about it and totally just disregarding my phone altogether. Yeah, me too. I'd spend a lot of time and I like I enjoy it, but I think ultimately it's probably totally useless. Like I think in this book the takeaway was that like no matter like how much time and effort you put into like giving off this appearance of like being cute and fun charming, like if you just fundamentally don't mesh with someone, it's like a doomed enterprise. And do you think that people put too much attention on uh, their correspondence in the digital life versus like in real life? Real life? Yeah. And then so you can like misread, like things are getting miscommunicated even though you're making such large attempts to communicate. Right. And even right now, like friends will be like, oh, I'm not going to text this girl back for like day because I don't want her to think this and then I'm like I don't have anything better to, I'm like dude like at the end of the day if like she likes you she's gonna like you and like you text her tomorrow as opposed to today like might maybe change things in the short term but like overall it's just going to not and it's also like matter. you don't have anything better to do and you don't yeah, you were sitting at home <laughs> so text- watching so Netflix were... and fucking texting so the timestamp on the text response yeah. I loved how you that was kind of played like a very poignant undertone yeah. and how a lot like when the emails were mm-hmm. sent when they were responded to when the text messages etc cetera, etc cetera. so much of that i think is and that's so true especially with texting it's like when you respond to something and now like when you can even see when people have read things and you start freaking out if they've Ugh, read it the they worst. haven't responded or like 
the dots where you can see that they're writing and then the dots go like all this stuff is just like it really I think now like informs how you interact with people it's so lame it is lame yeah but it, for whatever reason it's, it's so just real. like yeah I think it's just now how people date it's just you do all him. these things when you first meet someone to like really try to ingratiate yourself and like they're generally tend to be I think superficial gestures and I, I weirdly feel like I learned stuff writing this and I was the, at the end of the day I was like none of it really matters and technology is just like ruining all of us <laughs> I th- really right? think it's true yeah, like yeah I agree I think it's probably even easier now than ever to meet people which is good I think I know so many people who or in very happy, committed relationships with other people that they met online. And these are people they probably never would have met otherwise without, like, a dating app or OkCupid or Hinge or whatever. So it's great that you can meet people. That is uh, positive in one category. On the other hand, the fact that it's, like, it makes you so lazy, like... I texting and just like becomes like a proxy for effort in a way and it's mm. literally like the least amount of effort you can do and can, like, they put something... so much on on it like yeah. not only is it a proxy for effort but it's also like it influences the way that we feel about ourselves yeah and that's so sick like getting like not getting a text back from a girl you're like into like really it like ruins your whole day yeah it's, it's like, horrible it, and it's like so much wh- mental I know. work and it's like just even gestures like if you like call a girl on the flick they're like what do you fucking do like call them. like it's like that shouldn't be a big deal to like call someone on the phone and like now it's it, it is sort of like ruined actual like interpersonal do you call relation. are you a caller no i hate i don't like the phone you called me i did call i, oh. I one time wait and we there. maybe should mention at this point in time that um both Stephanie and I have gone on a date mm-hmm. with Neil. Yeah. yeah very true. If, if you guys go on dates with us, we'll have you on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> None of us have banged. No. no. But after this, we're gonna. Yeah. Hey. That was part mm-hmm. of the promise. That was part of the deal. Yeah. <laughs> you and I, very long time ago. Long time ago. Set Stephanie, kind of recent. Pretty recently. Yeah. <laughs> hey. It's a true story. And how awesome are we? Fantastic. Cool. We're uh, maybe still going to date. Yeah. All of us. All of us. All of us. It's a yeah. thing. Figure it out. No, only if you call me. Mm-hmm. I like no, that but you I, called. Yeah, because I was... I, I, well, it was, in a, it was born out of logistics because I was driving, so don't feel... Responsible. Mm-hmm. Well, responsible. I don't feel... First of all, what were you just going to say? Don't feel special? I was going to be really mean. Then why I'm not dealing, dating Neil. <laughs> comments like that. There you go. No, I was, I was kidding. But, um... <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it's like... Ultimately, the fact that you can also just like deal with multiple people so easily on your phone yeah. is a horrible. is is great in the sh- is great for like being the guy like the person who wants to like date around, but it's really bad for being like someone who's look like trying to actually be engaged There's with one person. There's nothing wrong with juggling. And I loved how you, yeah. you you hit that on the book too, where it's like I'm really excited. I'm going to go with Madeline, but then this Tinder girl is going to call me. It's like that really is how it is. Like our brains cannot. Focus. Yeah, it's weird. I like. I think that's also a very American thing. So I was in France this summer for Ooh, no big la deal. La. I've been to France um, for a while, and like they, there. I was just talking generally with people in Paris about dating, and like they think like the American idea of like dating multiple people is like a horrifying thing. They're like in there. If you like go out with someone, like that is the person you are dating. Like even if you go out one time, like you don't actually like then go out with other people. Hmm. It's like you see this, the thing through, If even if it's like one time where you like have sex once or you date for a week or a month or two years, like you're generally only dating 
that one person. Interesting because of a menage a trois, you know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> yeah, but then what's their attitude on just like fuck casual fucks? That it was, they seem to have, in terms of just like dating and getting to know people, right. that is their general. They're like, I'll get to know like, one Like they person. think it's like a horrifying thing, like what we do here, which is like text like 40 people and then like, to, like go out Maybe with a bunch of people. Maybe you do that. No, but I think everyone, everyone is like that. doing that now and it's, there's, I don't know what the... Net, do you think it that it's different dating in LA than it is other like other big cities? Because I, I think LA I hear is a that really argument often. Distinct place for a number of reasons. A like geography informs so much of dating here. It's like if you live in Venice and then you meet a girl who lives in Echo Park, like are you ever really like stressful? It's like you're never gonna see that person. Yeah. So like you really date by geography, which is one thing. Yeah. That's Be, why I keep it in West Hollywood. It catches yeah. a wide net, you know? Mm -hmm. And then also go and you just hop on that freeway and go. Yeah. You're <laughs> just kidding. I'm not driving to see a guy. <laughs> no traveling for dick. That's like the number no. one yeah. rule. Um <laughs> and then the compared to New York, like compared to New York, people are way less drunk here all the time. Like New York is like a crazy it's an insane place. You're just every yeah. social interaction there revolves around drinking alcohol, and it's like so easy to get drunk and like just party hop and like run around town. And like, I think those things make, and you just meet a lot more people in New York. Mm -hmm. So, and it's like, you know, it's like, oh, it's just, so just much easier to be like, oh, let's just get in my cab and like go back to my, like that stuff is like doesn't really happen in LA that much. Yeah. So there's actually, I think, more formal dating. Like, if you want to see someone, you have to like actually generally make a plan. Maybe that's why it doesn't I happen. I think Uber is trying to do that. Because no one ever wants to do that. Yeah. yeah. You're guilty of that, actually. I what? Feel like. You don't make plans. Like, you don't like making plans. I don't I, like making no. plans. But yeah. I did make plans with you. Yeah. We went on one a... One time. You, Where did you guys go? First of all, Neil, to, let's get personal. Let's, let's take do it, it. Let's take it to the personal place. <laughs> okay, sure. Of, of since this man's an author, and yeah. he's an expert now because he's an author and it's in print forever and ever, mm -hmm. cave drawings, you invited me on a date then made me drive myself to the date. This then had me driving your friends around <laughs> was, to parties after the date. There were extenuating. This is the, <laughs> okay. there were extenuating circumstances to that. Just like epic fail. This is the, the thing with LA, though. Like I was not in remotely in an area where I could have come. Where were you? I was in Venice, and I didn't have time. Then I would have had to go to you, and then go all the way downtown. It was Where like was a, the date? Let's downtown. break this down. And it was you a cool, could have fully picked me you up. Could have, this is no, what, I didn't have time. To why? Care. What were you doing before? You don't have a job. <laughs> I had. I specifically remember having things to do. No, that I think made it he impossible. Was, I think he was like, oh, I'm gonna show Steph. Her casual bullshit is going to get like her driving herself <laughs> to this date. And we did, the party thing afterwards was not planned. That was. And we like, went to a bar restaurant. Where, that was very, it was fun. Did you, you, you paid for me, that was nice. Yeah, that was expensive. Yeah, that was nice. Yeah, <laughs> Thank very you. Very expensive. So I guess. So, so it evens out. So I guess I, dri driving myself. Neil, <laughs> Neil, Neil, Neil. <laughs> got to talk about your tactics here. Hold on. Hold on. He's like, like and by the way, bitch, it was fucking expensive. <laughs> um, Not a cheap date. <gasps> right. I mean, mm -hmm. you chose that, okay? I wasn't like... Yeah, I, I was happy to... to Go out. And then we went to your friend's party. But that part was and not And you planned. dumped me with your friends who I ended up driving around in my car. <laughs> well, 
You're making it sound like this is some sort of like master plan that I had. It was really it was a we horrible only, plan. We if it was the, a master plan, you're a terrible planner. <laughs> we were the only two people with cars. Yeah, and there were eight people, and we had this. So I had to drive, and you had to drive. Therefore, had I not driven, though, mm-hmm. had my date picked me up, right? That would have been cute. That would have been cute. And who would not have been driving your friends around? That would have, yeah, this whole the whole trajectory of things could have changed. Yeah, that would our look, could have been dating, we'd or married be, by now. We might have a child. <laughs> I'll Luckily, say I'm super chill move. and don't care about things. But if I was a little bit more high strung, that would have really pissed me off. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, but mm-hmm. I was just like, whatever. Who cares? This is really good right now. We're getting it's like great, into great, the like crux of this. But it's, it's, but it's stuff like that with dating where like I feel those become like the hard and fast lines of how someone gets defined. Like yeah. you actually did something nice. You invited me out, mm-hmm. but then the, there was, you know, yeah. details, details that got forgotten. I've spent years cool guying people. Mm-hmm. Doesn't work. Well, what does always... that mean for a girl? Like, uh, like just don't text people back. Mm-hmm. But... I know one girl, like her move and it's wildly successful is just, she'll like meet a guy and like be super engaging and then she's like, and then if you text her, she like literally just doesn't respond. Like will never respond. For how long? Forever. What? Like I've, I know like four guys she's done this with. And then she'll like maybe respond one time and then she'll be like, sorry, I was like so busy with work. And then you'll be like, oh, no worries. Like, what are you up to? And like just will not ever respond. And like every guy is like obsessed with this girl now. Which yeah. is like the cool, which is like, she's like <clears throat> so aloof. That it, it makes you like really well. There's wanna... a difference between intentionally doing that and unintentionally do that. I've been told that I can also come off that way, mm-hmm. but it's not an intentional thing. Right. It's just. But see, I get into the texting that I don't like is that it's like when people, it's like, oh, you're deciding to contact me. I don't feel like texting right now, so sometimes I'm not gonna get back to you. It doesn't right. mean I don't like you. It just means like it's it's kind of annoying that you always are in constant communication. But it's also, also like, a da- there's also a danger to that of being like being in constant communication via text because it like I think that your text banter is not indicative of like a real life. Like there's like a difference mm-hmm, definitely, and it can it can like you can just like get really texty or like you know intimate in that way, which is like not real intimacy with someone. And then in real life, it's just like, it can be like, it can sort of like ruin the actual real life because you expect it to be like this and then sometimes it's not. I wanted to say something about that because I feel like you can, you can aloof yourself into a corner Mm -hmm. where it becomes stressful for you to be aloof and then you become like an apologizer. Mm -hmm. And that is a bad vibe too. Yeah. Where you're like, I'm being aloof. I don't want to respond because for a number of reasons. But that's so much like mental gymnastics that I'm just like at this point in my life cannot engage with. Like if I, Whenever Mm -hmm. I was texting with you, I'll just use you as an example Mm -hmm. because you're here. I never felt like I would, if I didn't have something immediately to respond based on my own point of view, I wasn't going to respond. Right. Like you're saying, if you're trying too hard. Yeah then you're going to fuck yourself over. Right. Because ultimately, I think that, like, just doesn't matter. Yeah, exactly. That's interesting. Mm -hmm. But you get off on it, and you're, like, stimulated. Because it's fun. But you're also, I mean, we're probably different because we enjoy writing jokes. Yeah. Let's write a book. Yeah. Cool. Did you ever think of that? Did you ever think of writing a book? With a girl? With a girl, yeah. With a girl partner? Maybe, like, a textbook. (laughs) Yeah. What not to do. (laughs) (laughs) That's our textbook. Do you think that when, in a relationship, when... As it happened in the book, like, it started getting, like, not as engaged. Like, the texting and the emailing, like, yeah. kind of fell off. Do you think that that's always indicative of that the one person's not down anymore? 
I think generally, yeah, it's like you initially it's like everything is like so exciting and you like want to put on your best face and like you like are trying really hard to like impress someone and then invariably that's just not going to once like the reality of like what it is sets in you that's going to fade away a little bit. Um, but don't you think that you can lead to your own demise with being in your head about texting instead yeah, of addressing something? But hope, yeah, and hopefully that like email and like fun banter is supplanted by like real life right banter and banter. fun. Yeah. Did you guys talk about that like in writing the book? Like how much backstory or whatever? Like how how much did you live out the narrative outside of what you actually put in the book? Like of the characters' backstory? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we. You know, he has, like, a girlfriend who he, like, potentially is, like, still kind of into. And she, I feel like, is you can just get the sense that she's, like, a little bit more serious and is, like, looking for something in, like, a more serious way than he is. Yeah. Yeah. And that we sort of, like, inform the interactions of that we wrote. So there was a part mm. in the book that I wanted to make note of because I thought it was actually really interesting and poignant and could mm-hmm. work for both boys and girls. And this was an email from Emily, who is the protagonist, Madeline's friend. Mm-hmm. And as she was kind of telling her that she had emailed and saying that they were going to be official. I'll just read a little bit of it. She says, you told me about that convo last night with Elliot. She's like, but I have an extra thought. Were you thinking that he's not as into you as you are because he doesn't always respond as fast as you'd like him to? Forgive me, but why do I have a hunch that when I don't text slash email you for a bit and then tell you it was because I was busy, you believe me, but when Elliot, a.k.a. your boyfriend, doesn't respond in a timely fashion, you take it personally. I just love, that's just such a real Yeah. I've definitely given that advice to so many people. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and it's it's interesting. There's author, spiritual guru, Gabby Bernstein, and in her first book, Spirit Junkie, she talks about when in relationship to not put that person up on a pedestal. So, like, giving them, like, special treatment on either side. So it's, like, if they bum you out or blow you off just, like, as a friend would, you get, like, extra butthurt about right. it as opposed to, you know, well, kind, of, kind of have to come and by, like, bringing everyone down to the same level. You just take it up more as, like, a referendum on your personality when it's, like, if you're, like, supposed to go out with a girl and you're supposed to have, like, dinner and you, like, put, like, made a reservation or whatever and she cancels it. And then it, like, feels way more personal yeah. than if, like, expectation. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I don't know. I just love that part. I thought it really resonated really real. I mm-hmm. thought this whole book was just really excellently. And something that's awesome is, like, when you talk to your friends about relationships, it really does, like mess it up a little bit for you. Yeah. Like, the more that you externalize what's happening, the more in your head you get. Right. And I, I love how you guys kind of close it out on that note. Yeah, I think sometimes friends are really good people to bounce stuff off, but then sometimes... Too much. Too much, yeah. You just, like, start hyper-analyzing, like, every single thing, and, like, what does this mean, and what does that mean? And, like, sometimes those things, like, don't mean anything. Right. And it's just, like, stuff that, like, take a breath and... Speaking of meaning... Yeah. Guess what it's time for? Roses and thorns. Roses and thorns. Roses and thorns. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's our theme song. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was very excited. <laughs> so this, was like a spontaneous this is a point <laughs> in the <this> show <laughs> that we go through the high and lows, what meant something to us in whatever way this week. Mm-hmm. And uh, we'd like you to join us for it. Okay. So, Stephanie. Okay, worst or first. Uh, but it's like, I don't really know that much about this, so it's difficult for me to speak on it. Maybe you guys can um, engage. There's these new apps, Periscope and Meerkat. Mm-hmm. Have you heard of them? Yeah. The live broadcasting. That's I just, it's my thorn mm-hmm. because it's so terrifying to me. Right. 
that someone can be holding their phone up or not, just being it's just around you in a social setting, and suddenly your interaction is just being watched by whoever subscribes or wants to see. I just it's it's too far for me in right. terms of us sharing our experience on a day to day. Right. So there are apps that allow you to live stream exactly what you're doing in real time, in real time. via video, yeah. and that other people can just subscribe to the live feed of your life. Yes. Right. I hate it. Rose, uh, my three-bar curling iron. Thank you. Bye. Your hair looks great. Thank you. I'm just trying to go for, like, mermaid vibes, so. Neil, what you got? Uh, Birkenstocks. <laughs> Love, I honestly have probably. Style icon. That would be a rose, right? Yeah. I don't think I've uh, gone a day in the past, like, four months without wearing them, and I wear them with socks, and it's, like, the best decision I think I've ever... Are you wearing them right now? Yeah. Yeah. They're so comfortable. You do make me want to wear them. Didn't I send you a picture of the ones that I want to get? Yeah. They're just the best. I mean, I know they're very... It's, like, trendy to wear them. Maybe not for guys, for girls. Who told you that it was trendy? I think, like, on the the blogs. They are, yeah. It's been trendy for a while. Everyone's into them. Not with socks, though. Yep, that's that's all you, kiddo. That's (laughs) (laughs) That's the twist. That's where I come in. Uh, What about your thorn? Oh. So something I, d- I don't like? Yeah. I mean, if, if you want to be positive, you don't have to. Yeah, have I'm just going to just be positive just keep today. it at the Birkenstocks. Right. Right. I love that. All right. Well, I, I've got a pretty serious rose. What is it? I just came back from Israel. Oh, right. I had an incredible time, and I just want to thank the Schusterman Foundation, and, and especially Lynn Schusterman, who made that trip possible, brought 80 of us, so young thought leaders, if you will, <laughs> over... <laughs> Over Young th- thought leaders who don't read books. <laughs> Great combo. I, what? Hey, I the do best read kind of thought books. leader there is. It's called Read Bottom <laughs> Up, a novel. That's and, and a few previous guests on the show were were on the trip with me: Emily Greener from I Am That Girl, Angie Banneke, our tarot card reader to the stars, and uh, Ryan Weiss life coach to the humans all around the journey with me along as I said with 80 other people and it was life-changing and I'm just really grateful for that trip and my thorn is that I deleted all the photos from my phone by accident oh man that's so sad so it's all up in my memory fuck technology is I guess the theme Mm -hmm. of today's show yeah 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 great theme Neil, where can we find you on the internet? Do you have like an Instagram? I have like an Instagram. Yeah. It's not that exciting. It's just it's like not. food I've, and I've been following you for picks. a long time. What about time? your Twitter? F Neil. That's F N E E L. Yeah. And the Instagram is F Neil Shaw. Wait, yeah. your Twitter is just your first name? With an F in front of it. F Neil. Neil was taken. And Why I, is F Neil? Like, fuck Neil? No, it was just like a nickname and it's not that exciting of a story. I but. always thought it was like, fuck that guy. No. It's it, like always the thought that I that got. Was, I thought yeah. it was like an Indian cultural yeah, choice. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, and the book is on Amazon. Read bottom up. Yes. Amazon.com. It's really good, you guys. And I know because I've read so many books. Um, thank you so much for being yeah, here. Thanks for having Did me. Did you have fun? So much fun. Are we all going to bang after this? Definitely. Cool. Right now. Um, so you can find us on thatsoretrograde.com and so retrograde on all the various social media platforms. And check out Steph Simbari on at Steph Simbari and me and Elizabeth Cott. And don't forget to catch up on Funny Girls. Oh, yeah. And Steph, <laughs> on the TV show. I dress someone on a TV show. Watch it all. Neil watches TV. Neil watches TV. TV. What's your favorite show before we go? Oh, uh, Veep. Oh, yes. So funny. Good call. Good call. Great show. All right. Funny show on TV.
Wonderful. Bye. Bye. Bye.